Welcome aboard. Hello. Yes, bags in the overhead. Hello. 15A, down a few more rows on the right. No, it's not flight attendant Barbie. It's me, Cindy. 15A was my seat for my flight to Denver. I like a window seat because I love the view from a plane. And I figured flying into Denver, seeing the Rocky Mountains off in the distance, would be a pretty nice start to my first visit ever to Boulder, Colorado. And it would have been. But it turns out that I booked the only window seat on the entire plane without a window. Just a wall. Imagine my surprise. And what did I do? Well, I could have called over the flight attendant and raised a stink or just insisted on a new window seat. But the flight was filling up and I didn't want to wind up in the back row. And I'd gotten up at 3 a.m. It was already five hours later. So I wadded up my coat into a lumpy pillow and... I made sure to change to an aisle seat for the flight back, and now here I am, happily returned to sea level. Did you ever hear of altitude sickness? That's what Barbara called to ask me just a couple of days before I left. No, two days before I left. Told me I'd better stop drinking a lot of water. Like suddenly I'm in training? And what is altitude sickness, and what'll happen if it strikes me? Well, I'll tell you what happens. You're not aware that oxygen up high in altitude is a lot thinner. So you're just breathing all normal, but it would seem that your body is not getting enough. So you get, or maybe you wouldn't, but I got dizzy, headachy, feeling kind of like I was getting the flu, but none of it's so strong or constant that I couldn't like just keep going. When I was at the airport on the way home, I got into a conversation with a local. I asked her, how long does it take to get used to the altitude? She told me, oh, about three months. And then she added about how after that, everybody's turned into an athlete, what with all the bike paths and hiking and whatever else she said, because really, I stopped listening at three months. I only spent a handful of days, less than a week, but enough time to go deep in Boulder. I'd never been there before, been meaning to go since my niece, nephew, and their mom, my sister-in-law, and close, close friend, moved decades ago. No, I'm not proud. But they came back to visit occasionally, and you know how intentions go. Anyway... Jason, her son, my nephew, has his own family now. On his last birthday, he texted, I can't believe you've still never been to Colorado. And just like that, I committed. There is something very invigorating about making up your mind, making a plan, and actually going somewhere. The trip was the best it could have been. I got some good time in with family, all together, and some of it one-on-one as well. I highly recommend going to visit people you love. Especially, especially if you've been putting it off. I mean, what are you waiting for? There's also something really interesting and good about seeing new places. In the same way that reading books or watching movies gives you a glimpse of other lives and views, so does literally taking a break from what you see every day. Up on a mesa overlooking Boulder, the National Center for Atmospheric Research looms large. It's a very futuristic-looking building, Then I find out it was the Cloning Institute in the Woody Allen movie Sleeper, which is way worth seeing. Woody and Diane Keaton are at their absolute funniest. Woody's character, cryogenically frozen after a medical procedure goes wrong in 1973, is awakened 200 years later. I laughed my head off watching it. Anyway, at what the locals refer to as NCAR, we wandered through their atmosphere exhibit. Did you know they have a cloud app? And you bet I'm going to get it. Unless, of course, it costs money, then I might just look at it from afar. 
NCAR, as you can imagine, has amazing photos of weather events and effects. Nobody there was talking to us, so we we're free to wander around, which is just the kind of tour I like. It was a very cool structure that created some really interesting viewpoints. And right as I was getting into spotting some good shots to take pictures, although it's impossible to see what you're actually shooting on a cell phone in daylight, but it was all I had with me since my real camera isn't working, when my phone, which is also my camera, went dead. Are you kidding? But the bright side of that is now I've decided to take my actual full-time camera and get it fixed, finally. Another fabulous stop in Boulder, if you're looking for something to do, is the Boulder Deschambe Tea House. I mean, doesn't the name itself make it sound exotic? And it went way beyond my expectations. Turns out it was completely built by hand in Deschambe, Tajikistan, and given as a gift to their sister city, Boulder, Everything is carved or tiled, and it is stunning. Plus, you know, there's food and tea. But wait, I, am I getting into the minutiae? Some in my family love all the teeny tiny details of every tour and trip. Me, not so much. I kind of like to breeze through, stop if there's something worth stopping for, and then move on. I am what you call impatient. You see what I mean about learning a lot when you travel? Know what else I learned about? Tea. And I don't mean the pot reefer smoking variety, although I'm sure there's a lot to explore there as well, if you're interested. But I mean the drinking tea, as in what you can find out about at another cool Boulder attraction. You can take a free factory tour at the Celestial Seasonings headquarters. As I've said, I'm not much one for a tour, but I do love tea. And Megan said I'd probably like it, but I would certainly for sure love the mint room. Totally right. Now, I've become something of a raving fan of Celestial Seasonings. I bought five boxes of tea in the gift shop before we left. I bought two more new teas since I got home, like I'm suddenly a stockholder or something. But really, that's what really, 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 really good marketing does. They gave us samples of tea to taste, little packs to take home. They walk us through the scented warehouses, spoon feed us a little history started in 1968 by a group of, well, I'd call them hippies because they probably did themselves at that point. And a couple of the guys were really cute, but that is not why I am buying the tea. And the next thing you know, or I know, I'm a Celestial Seasonings devotee. Try the new True Blueberry. I did. I'm crazy about it. Or the holiday flavor, Candy Cane Lane. Just bought that box and I'm on my fourth, fifth, sixth mug, maybe. Here's what I learned that was a surprise about tea. Ready? Did you know that white tea and green tea and black tea all come from the same plant? What? It's true. The white is the first tiny little buds of leaves. Black tea is the mature leaves cut off and dried out. And green tea is the leaves picked and steamed to stop further oxidation before they're dried out. Interesting, right? White has no caffeine. Black and green do. Green and white have antioxidants. White has more. Both of them are good for you, but don't ask me why. I only know that they're good for you. All these fun facts and more. How about this one? Not all celestial seasonings actually include tea. What? Their sleepy time and zinger lines are all other botanicals and spices. Hmm. But the biggest shocker is how, by going there watching machinery box the tea bags, sipping samples, sharing some history. I now feel this loyalty to the company. Like I said, that is some effective marketing. I think maybe I'm more, I was going to say susceptible, but really I'm 
like just a total sucker when it comes to advertising and marketing. I play right into their little hands. And what's even more embarrassing to admit is that having written and voiced many, many commercials, I've sold myself more than once. Like that super hip new hair salon. I wrote such a great commercial for them. And as soon as I was done, I called and made an appointment. I got myself a super hip haircut. It was almost a buzz cut. I hated it. (laughs) Funny, right? Okay, you want to hear funny? Here's what just happened to me. I have to backpedal for a second to say that for years, I did live testimonial commercials for Purina One. From the first meeting, I was absolutely sold on it being way better dog food than most. You know, all natural ingredients, no additives, all that stuff. Well, a little while ago, after feeding Ruby and the cats, I was going to have a little slice of chocolate cake. I cut the slice. I moved it over to the plate. I noticed a little crumb of the cake had dropped, so I picked it up and ate it. You want to guess what I was really eating? Purina One Indoor Advantage Cat Food. I realized the second I hit the tiny bite with my teeth, it was way too crunchy for cake. And in the split second it took for me to process what it was and to spit it right back out, I had enough time to realize that it, well, well, it didn't exactly taste delicious. Luckily, it wasn't the most disgusting flavor I've ever had to endure. I still think liver holds that trophy. So I can honestly say now that I stand by Purina One as a way better pet food than most. And now, as long as I'm confiding weird pet food stories, <laughs> I have to share that this is not the first time I ate pet food. But before your gag reflex kicks in or you go, what's the matter with her? There was only one other time and I was really little, maybe three, possibly four. We had Laddie then. He had these dog cookies and he just loved them. Now, I also have a deep appreciation for cookies, so curiosity got the best of me. I reached into the box of milk bones and took one for each of us. As I recall, I almost liked it, or at least it wasn't horrible, but it lacked the full expression of flavor and offered nothing sweet at all, so it never made my favorite snack list like it did Laddie's, and I never ate another one. So here's what we've learned today. If you're going to Boulder, visit the tea room and car and a pot shop if you're so inclined. And if only as a student of life for the experience of seeing shelves lined with containers labeled with kind of hilarious names like tangerine haze, bling, birthday cake, northern lights, train wreck, (laughs) man. (laughs) You can take the free tour at Celestial Seasonings and take in the mountain views however you can from a hiking trail if you're inclined or through a car window if you're more like me. Bring a good camera or at least keep your phone charged. Oh, and stay hydrated. Really, I mean it. That's true of a trip to Denver or Boulder or any place that is thousands of feet above sea level. Drink a lot of water before you go and while you're there, or pay the price. Today's bonus lesson, while tiny cat kibbles and dog cookies are never going to catch on as a snack of choice, they won't kill you or make you hurl. Good news all around. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye now. Thanks. Okay, bye-bye now. Arrivederci. Adios. Ciao. Au revoir. Bye-bye now.